another location. Another convention. We're at Baltimore Comic-Con, and this is the Trending 10. Another week, another list of the trending most comics in the comic book marketplace. Hit the like and subscribe button. We've been doing this list every week. Convention, rain or shine, for over four years straight. Hit him with number 10. Number 10 on the list is a book that came out just this week. It's the Moon Knight Annual Number 1 by Jed McKay, but we're talking about the 1 out of 25 ratio variant by Bill Sienkiewicz. We are seeing $25 average sales on this book. There was even a high sale of $55 for a buy it now. Bill S. absolutely kills it on the Moon Knight front, and it is so great to see him back on this title. It was a great issue, too. Marlene steps to Moon Knight. Jack Russell's kidnapped their daughter, so Moon Knight and Hunter's Moon got to go rescue her. So I don't know if it's anything in the story that's necessarily pushing this book. I think it's that Bill S. cover. Clearly, Bill Sinkovich belongs on Moon Knight, and this is a great starting on point. If you are interested in a Moon Knight comic that's modern post the new show that just debuted on Disney Plus this year, we have Moon Knight dealing with vampires in his own neighborhood, other fists of Khonshu, we're talking Hunter's Moon, and next at the list, at number nine, we got Booster Gold to talk about, but not before we tell you about the best comic app in existence that's only going to help you on your comic collecting, investing, and spec games. We're talking Key Collector Comics. Use code TOM101 to get a free two-week subscription. It's a tool that you're going to want to have in your utility belt. As an LCS owner, I use this every single day, and you should too. Support the show. Get access to the Trending 20, the larger list we source these books from. You may have some in your back issue bin. And now we're looking in 1986, booster goal number one, James Gunn becoming co-chairman, CEO of DC Studios, the Kevin Feige of the DC film catalog, changing the game. We see a 163% increase in copies sold this week after last. We're looking at $75 average sales and a CGC 9.8 that hit $254 in September of this year. First appearance of Booster Gold. How do you feel about that price? I actually think this is a super soft price right now because even six months ago, we were seeing prices in the $350 range for a CGC 9.8. With this new news, we're probably going to be seeing heights again really soon. Now, earlier this year, Booster gold was featured on the cw we had a actor from scrubs i believe portray him (laughs) however tom king's run has been utilizing booster gold to no end and it's been fantastic and i think members are actively looking for kind of like something similar to what they did with peacemaker Mm -hmm. uh character that is quirky different for james gunn to play with and this right here is such good news even kevin feige said that he'll be the first in line to see anything james gunn makes this is also a triple key it's the first appearance of blackguard who we saw pete davidson portray in suicide squad and the first appearance of trixie collins who later becomes gold star it is a good buy at a cgc 9.8 for 250 dollars when we saw it push almost 400 dollars like russ said about six months ago now there are 439 copies on the CGC census in a 9.8, followed by 522 9.6s and 257 9.4s. And what's this? One of the biggest characters to debut in 2020, Batman 89, the first appearance of Punchline. James Tynan brought her into the pages. We saw the backup story take place over the following year where she would get arrested and we would learn about her time during prison and her backstory. And now we have officially her first ongoing solo story happening. And 
I think they delivered. We have Teeny Howard on it, and we are looking at her first appearance hitting $50 average sales and a high sale of $130 for a 9.8. Yeah, I agree with you. I enjoyed Teeny Howard's number one from Punchline that came out this week, and I think the fans must have as well because it pushed her first cameo appearance to have a 460% increase in copies sold. Now, this is a double key as it's the first cameo appearance of Punchline, but it's also the first cameo appearance of the designer. One of the big things we have to keep in mind about this book is that it was solicited before pandemic and then re-solicited after DC broke away from Diamond Comics. There are a ton of copies out there, over 2,009.8s on the CGC census. There's also a second print and a third print of Batman number 89. Go hunting, guys. The 9.8 high sale took place before the solo series debuted. Recent 9.8s have hit under $100. That 9.9 in 2020 reached 190. So it's affordable, but I think because it's a cameo appearance and it's sharing that positioning of significance with other characters, that print count becomes important and it's still selling pretty low. In addition to that lonely 9.9, there is a CGC 1.0 on the census. What the heck happened there? Number seven on the list, Young Avengers number six. This is the first appearance of Cassie Lang as stature, and this is the first time we see Kate Bishop's Hawkeye costume. $30 average sales and $200 for a CGC 9.8 on the 4th of October. Now what's funny is in October of 2020, Tom and I reported during our Hot 10 video about the actress Catherine Newton posting on Twitter, hashtag stature. We've been doing that video for over two years. Yo, you gotta hit the subscribe button for that because we covered this news. It's come full circle after the Quantumania trailer finally debuted. And yo, we got a full shot of Jonathan Majors as like classic Kang hot damn. Can I get a hot damn in the chat for that? Because that's pretty big news. What a time to be alive. However, no Modoc. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. The trailer gave me heavy Shark Boy and Lava Girl vibes, and I don't know if they're going to do Modoc justice, but we're going to have to wait and see. We have an increase of copies sold of 733% after the trailer dropped this week. There's a total of 266 copies graded at a 9.8 on the census. Shout out Gambit! And let's just chat about Young Avengers for a second. They've all been introduced. The market is a little volatile. We've seen some peaks for a lot of the Young Avengers keys, but when you have Iron Lad, in the MCU, Kate Bishop, Speed, Wiccan, Ironheart on their way. Stature literally slated for the movie that's coming very soon. Keep an eye out on all of those keys. We have the next gen coming. And we got the cameo of Bill Murray. Not sure what character he's going to be playing, but definitely got to check it out. Number six on the list, Justice Society of America, number one. $20 average sales, $100 for a CGC 9.8. This classic Alex Ross cover Tom and I have definitely talked about before on the Trending 20 list, but it's showing up this week with a 300% increase in copies sold because it's the first appearance of Cyclone, a descendant of the Red Tornado, who has happened to show up in the new Black Adam movie. I'm seeing reviews come in from the fans a lot stronger than the critics. I heard the same thing. Members in my Facebook group, Geminis, have been talking about Black Adam all week, saying it's a must-watch. Don't listen to the critics. I got to get to the theater when I get home from Baltimore. With this conclusion of Flashpoint beyond recently, the retconned 13 characters of the JSA are about to go back into the pages of comics with Jeff Johns writing them. Clearly, he really enjoys writing these like golden age heroes with a completely new spin in a world the 1940s where they are the prevalent heroes again that series comes out next year i'm definitely going to check it out let us know what you guys thought about the black adam movie in the comments down below but keep it spoiler free
Moving on to number five on the list, we have Venom, issue number 27 from 2020. This is the first full appearance of Codex, who is Dylan Brock from an alternate reality. Also the first appearance of the alternate reality agent Venom, but this most recent issue of Venom has brought this comic back to the forefront. Yo, now in ongoing continuity, and I'm just realizing it in this moment, we are seeing the Dylan narrative complete not by Donnie Cates. We have a completely different writer on Venom. Mm -hmm. The same week as Punchline gets her own solo series, seeing her narrative start not by the original writer, James Tynan. Fascinating. It's actually really cool that we're seeing these coming full circle, these characters from two years ago. Apparently, this is just the arc. $6 average sales, $60 for a high CGC 9.8 of this book. There are a lot of them out there, and there are a ton of different variant covers. We have an increase of copies sold of Amber is the color of your energy, 311%. <laughs> Hit him with the next one on the list, yeah. No need to spoil what happened in the most recent issue of Venom 12. You want to go pick it up and read it for yourself. As we jump into number four on the list, this is a classic, Avengers 8, the first appearance of Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, what's this doing on the list? Debuting in 1964, Jack Kirby goodness. Is this the wrong video? Yeah, the classic keys typically end up on the hot 10, but it's on the trending, I'm assuming, after we saw Kang with his full blue mask face. Indeed, Jem, because we have a comic book that's averaging $4.1,000. It's a Silver Age blue chip key. We also have a $9,700 sale as of January of this year for a 9.4. The all-time high was $54,000 for a 9.8 this year. But keep in mind, after buyer's premium, it lands right around the $45,000 marker. Clearly, people are betting on Kang, investing in what is going to be one of the main villains over the next few years at the least, an increase of copies sold for this incredibly pricey book of 1,050%. Wow. Hot damn. It makes sense that that 9.8 hit 50 grand. There are only four on the census. There's only 2,535 total on the CGC census. Yo, those are some punchline numbers in 9.8. <laughs> right, so the total count matching what the modern 9.8 has on the census. And 25 of those are even at a point. Five, this is a book that people have been specking on for a while, and right now it's massively up because Jonathan Majors just signed a contract for five more Kang movies. Kang Dynasty is coming. We know Loki Season 2 is coming. There are so many opportunities to see Ramatut, to be able to see Immortus, all of these other iterations of Kang, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So many opportunities for Kang variants. And speaking of variants, the November Mystery Mail Call is in open enrollment make sure to hit comic tom 101 to sign up what do we got on the exclusives for this month gabriel del auto trade dress version of batman beyond number one one per box guaranteed also gretel lusky on power rangers mighty morphin power rangers 101 had to do it and last but not least lucio padillo on shannon mayer's first independent comic sirensgate ComicTom101.com to join the community. Give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. And now let's talk about a classic 90s book, Rob Liefeld Goodness. At the list at number three, we got Youngblood number two. The first appearance of Prophet. But it's also a double key. Double key. As it's the first appearance of Shadowhawk as well. 
90s goodness right now, $10 average sales. We are seeing $120 for the green variant and $150 for a CGC 9.8 for the pink variant. The lettering doesn't matter. The print run is exactly the same. We have to keep in mind for this 90s goodness that Youngblood number one was the first comic published by Image Comics and Youngblood number two introduced Prophet, which was a character that Rob Liefeld created back in the X-Force days, but held on to until he was able to release his own book. May 2020, members from the community went nuts when they found out that the writer from the show Arrow was slated to bring John Prophet to the screen, a television series. And then October 2021, that following year, news broke the internet again when Jake Gyllenhaal was slated to portray John Prophet. Sam Hargrave was slated to direct the show. And then nothing for a year, almost to the week. This past week, we find out that... Kurt Johnstad, you know him from Frank Miller's 300, has been slated to produce the script. It's looking promising. Congrats, Rob Liefeld. 1,340% increase in copies sold, and there's actually a lower census count on this than Punchline and Avengers number eight. We have 1,164 copies total, 569 9.8s, and the most recent sale on GPA was $115 on October 25th. What was that? A couple days ago. So not a whole lot of members sent in this book into the CGC, but someone sent their childhood copy in. There's a 5.5. One graded on the census. Looking at number two on the list, Astonishing X-Men number six. Holy smokes. We may finally, although it's not confirmed yet, it's looking really good. No. Who Khaleesi is going to portray in Secret Invasion. Amelia Clark Speck has been going for two years strong. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy that to this day, we still don't know 100%. But after this past week, it's like 95. We thought she was going to portray the scroll queen, Varanki. But she it, still may a little bit, you know. It could be, you know, scrolls are shapeshifters. But it looks like she's going to portray Abigail Brand with that Marvel gif that was released on Twitter. Is it gif? Is it gif? Let me know in the comment section below. This piece of content is titled, It's the Beginning. Abigail Brand. It's a Marvel official Twitter. This is the closest thing to confirmation that we have. Not only is Astonishing X-Men 6 the first appearance of Abigail Brand, but it's a double key because double key. it's the first mention of S.W.O.R.D. $30 average sales, $210 for a CGC 9.8 just a couple days ago. A thousand percent increase in copies sold because of this very short form video. Hit the like. Slap the subscribe button. We're in Baltimore Comic-Con coverage this weekend, representing the best comic app in existence to buy and sell collectibles. Whether it's vinyl records, Pokemon cards, pop figures, or while we are here, it's the funny books, and we're talking about whatnot. Link in the description. We're doing streams all weekend long. We got the whole Whatnot Wednesday crew. Minus Davis Ryder, but I am rocking his shirt that he produced in tribute Jem, hit him with the number one trending book in the world. Love seeing the indie spec on this list. The number one most trending comic book in the world is Geiger, issue number one from Image and Jeff Johns. Yo, that's the second time we brought off Jeff Johns this video. We have $10 average sales and a high sale of $100 for a 9.8. And that's after an increase of copies sold of 1,150% hot damn. Amazing six-issue miniseries featuring a post-apocalyptic world with a anti-hero of sorts with the glowing man. What is it? Radioactive man. Look out, radioactive man. Shout out, fallout boy. Sugar, we're going down 11 
150% increase in copies sold going up. Just this month, we found out that Justin Simeon and Jeff Johns are going to adapt this story into a TV show, and we have a spinoff comic that just came out a few weeks ago as well that's amazing called Junkyard Joe. $10 average sales for a spec book that's coming to Paramount. This is a great grab, guys. Couldn't agree more, Russ. We appreciate your time today, comic fam. As always, geek responsibly. Stay minty fresh. Enough said. We already told you once, but I'm going to tell you again because we're doing so many thousands of dollars in giveaways. And I'm breaking out my Batman Puyon debuting this weekend. Come join the fun on Whatnot. Support the show. Get comics from us. And have a great week. We'll see you soon.